0: Welcome to the Miller Oddcast, a brand new podcast from the Missouri Review. For over 40 years now, TMR has been discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Our quarterly magazine appears in print, digital, and audio formats. Learn more at missourireview.com. Hello and welcome to the Miller Oddcast the Missouri Review podcast where we listen to and discuss the finalists for the 2021 Miller Audio Prize. I'm Mark McKee, Managing Editor, and let me be hopefully the latest in a long line of family, friends, and neighbors to wish you a happy new year. May 2022 be recklessly good to you. Let's start it off with episode 41 of the Miller Oddcast, featuring the latest finalists for the 2021 Miller Audio Prize in prose, Bittersweet, from Trevor Stevenson. Trevor Stevenson is the pen name of Brian Hicks, an enrolled member of the Osage Nation from the Gentle Peacemaker Clan with Cherokee and European ancestors. Raised in the shadow of the Osage Hills, born miles from the reservation boundary, Trevor is a recent graduate of the Middlesex University Master's in Novel Writing Program and a past recipient of the Alumni Scholarship from the Institute of American Indian Arts in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He is at work on a novel about a mixed-blood Indian dealing with historical and generational trauma. His work addresses what it means to live in the liminal position between American Indian culture and the dominant U.S. society. The following is from his artist's note. Much of my personal story emanates from the domain given to my ancestors by the Creator. This piece is meant to demonstrate respect for the land, as well as how our current state of being should be understood in terms of our relation to the physical environment. I believe the land, water, and sky speak for themselves. However, understanding what is being communicated requires dedicated awareness. Stick around after the piece to hear me and contest editor Bailey Boyd talk about how carefully and poignantly this piece does the work of allowing personal feeling to move into broader and deeper reckoning with history and its distortion and erasure. And now, without further ado, here is Bittersweet from Trevor Stevenson
1: bittersweet by trevor stevenson it was early spring when my son left home for california his departure weighed on me and to escape separation anxiety i hit the road planning to visit cherokee landmarks to listen to the land observe and discover what it might reveal i traveled 400 miles to sleep in henderson north carolina 20 miles south of Asheville on route 25. I had passed by the place where my son and I camped during Christmas break his junior year of high school, but I did not stop, nor did I revisit any of the hiking trails and waterfalls we'd discovered in the DuPont State Forest. The next morning I did visit a shop in Flat Rock, the Blue Firefly. I learned that blue fireflies appear there every spring. Who knew? Blue fireflies. The way to Anna Ruby Falls goes through Helen, Georgia, an out-of-place Swiss village with bizarre attempts to replicate Swiss architecture. The restaurants were already full. Anna Ruby's waterfall careened over the shoulders of a mountain that once belonged to the Cherokee. The water shouted over itself. Breathing its mist, I sought to understand what my bones felt in the presence of the blue-gray-green torrents and curling white spray. Dahlonega means yellow in Cherokee. Now it means gold, because the precious metal was found there in 1829. The main attraction is a museum in the public square. A metal sign gives testament to the perspective of a dominant society, stating, in raised gold letters, the Gold Rush Days Festival each October recalls the bittersweet echo of the forced removal of the Cherokees in 1838 along the Trail of Tears. Bittersweet means pleasure mixed with sadness, but here it's a euphemism for the thousands who died on the trail and the tens of thousands uprooted from their homeland by armed militia in spite of a Supreme Court ruling that the Cherokee were sovereign and held title to their land free from intervention by the state of Georgia. In the museum, a map showed the territory surrendered by the Cherokee between 1755 and 1835, the loss of land documented by 36 treaties. Because of the forced removal, my ancestor, Hilliard Rogers, traveled from his home in Georgia to Indian Territory in Oklahoma. On the way, he must have heard that bittersweet echo. I learned this whitewashed history as I sought to escape my own sadness caused by my son's journey toward success. My experience was, perhaps, bittersweet. The experience of the Cherokee was horrendous and egregious. Calling it bittersweet is an insult. The solid gold citizens of Georgia ought to face their history and tell the truth.
0: Hello, friends and cute animals of the internet. You're listening to the podcast episode 41, and you've just heard Bittersweet from Trevor Stevenson. I'm Mark McKee, managing editor. I'm joined by Bailey Boyd, the contest editor for the Missouri Review. Hi,
2: Bailey. Hi.
0: And we are talking about a piece today in Bittersweet that clocks it in at just about five minutes and is able to do some pretty incredible and complex work in that span of time. It manages to braid together, you know, the evocation of a father whose son has departed for California, and as he says, success, which leaves him with a bittersweet feeling and also sets him on a journey to kind of visit Cherokee landmarks, which sets him on another journey, which has him reckon with history and the ways that it's been distorted in the record. It ends, and we'll kind of circle back around through here, and it ends with kind of an injunction to uh, to the citizens of Georgia to kind of reckon with their own history, seeing as how there, these distortions are still plain and some of the landmarkers. But I just thought that it was, in, it was incredible to kind of bring all those features together.
2: Yeah, there's so much in this piece that is powerful and... And admirable, I think both on a craft level, like you were saying about the piece earlier, about how it braids, all of these different things, all of these kind of different journeys. So we have the journey of the father dropping off the son, of the, of the father then returning, um, and then um, retracing retracing this, um, this, this history of the Cherokee and their forced removal, but then also... Um, the Trail of Tears which is his own journey and so on on that level it's it's so it's so intricately woven together that it can accomplish so much in such a short amount of time but then also the the analysis really that goes into it as well with the with this word really being at the center of this piece and and interrogating that word and defining it and and asking asking if it's if it's the right one, which it which it, it isn't, as Stevenson says, it's an insult because bittersweet means pleasure mixed with sadness, and and so just to be able to get all of that in such in such a um, short piece in such a beautiful way is just really really I think um, incredible about this piece.
0: Yeah, I want to touch on that that focus and reflection on the word bittersweet, the interrogation you called it. It really becomes important that, there's the, that his journey has been set off by his, his, his own bittersweet feeling about his son, uh, you know, m- going out to make his way in the world. And there's kind of a center in the piece where he's read this sign, of course, where it talks, where, where the gold rush is this, I mean, he mentions that the Cherokee word for yellow now means gold. Which gives us a, another suggestive feature of the way in which history can distort uh, something that 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 was an agreed upon reality, and then and then kind of make use of it. And the people who have power, you know, perhaps the you know, I mean, the dominant majority make make use of things in ways that erase uh, actual experience. I mean, he invokes too his own ancestor being on the the Trail of Tears, um, so you know he has a, a depth of perspective there as well, but what's really powerful right at that moment is that he says, I am bittersweet because it's sadness mixed with pleasure as my son is going off. Right. To call the trail of tears and the forced removal of the Cherokee by our militia is not bittersweet.
2: Right, I think that's so powerful too. The the accurate use of that word and 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 demonstrating, this is actually what this would be applied to, right? And this other thing, there's there's no sense of pleasure in that at all and so that word is just absolutely not appropriate but I do think what you're pointing out about about the actual real feeling of bittersweetness and where it should and can be applied I think is powerful rather than in just rather than in just saying that this word isn't isn't appropriate for this one particular situation um, or this this history but actually showing okay here's the contrast here (laughs) here's how we can actually see very clearly where things are going wrong with this description
0: and and the way that language can be employed to kind of whether consciously or unconsciously actually obscure right uh, truth and the truth of history i think that Over the past several years, there's been an exhortation to the dominant majority in the United States in particular to to take on, to shoulder the task of doing the work. That's the Mm -hmm. phrase that we hear a lot. And I think that sometimes in hearing those exhortations, you know, the majority, the, the white majority of the United States has not been clear on what it entails, like, to do the work. And the kind of reactionary response to that is is seems to be one of feeling like there has to be some sort of performative contrition or an answering for the crimes of history that feels whatever it feels like and one of the things that this piece also does uh, it's, it seems to suggest to me a model of how actually to do the work it's it's kind of a reading practice mm-hmm. but it's also a very it's very it's very cognizant of the way in which a bittersweet feeling, not only does it present us with a kind of a contrast of what the word means and what it's been used to kind of like uh, to, you know to mean or to kind of like diminish the the realities of history, right. it also offers people who might not understand what doing the work is a, an emotional way in mm-hmm. and a kind of reflectiveness and a kind of clear-sightedness that doesn't ask for a performative contrition it just act, it asks for kind of literate reflection
2: right and yeah I think I agree and I think that's really important here that kind of modeling of th- th- this is a way this is a way that the work can be done this is a way that you can engage by by really asking if the words that you've heard or the words that are even on signs and town squares, um, are those really the right ones? And if if you don't know, look it up, right? And see. I mean, you hear that all the time. So it feels funny to say that, but but it's it's so helpful here to see that. And then that starts this this conversation in this piece. And so I I do think that this modeling here is can be really helpful, like you're saying, for for people who might be wondering, how do we do this work? Well, it it starts with looking at are are the words that we're using the right ones.
0: Yeah, his real journey here is to be attentive to these to these landmarks and to these places that he's going to. So he can, I mean, that extends beyond the sign, extends to the he needed to know or wanted to know that blue fireflies kind of reappear in this in this spot. That's that's important as well. But that seems like also a perfect segue into what we say at the end of all oddcasts which is now you have the opportunity to listen to it again
2: and of course i'm going to agree and and repeat that that invitation for folks to rewind and re-listen because it's it's an important and and strong um piece that i think should be listened to more than once
0: absolutely well said bailey well that'll do it for us today but. Podcast 42 is just around the corner. I mean, the very next corner, like it's coming soon, today, uh, whenever today is for you. Thank you for being with us. And we will uh, do some more talking that you can listen to next time. Look out for it. And here is the part where we wave.
2: Thank you for listening and for being with us.
0: Yes. And Happy New Year, which is something I might say on a bunch of (laughs) podcasts.
2: yes happy new
0: year let's go 2022 bye Bye. thanks for being here with us for Miller Odcast 41 featuring Bittersweet from Trevor Stevenson Odcast 42 is right around the corner so be alert thanks as always to the Missouri Review contest editor Bailey Boyd and to Patricia Miller for her generous support for the Miller Audio Prize can I remind you of something before we go TMR is open for submissions year-round, and we remain dedicated to discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Be heard. Give us the opportunity to discover you. Subscribe or submit your work today. In addition, we have tons of marvelous and free creative content to read, listen to, and even watch on our website. Learn more at MissouriReview.com.